Hi, Dr. Tejasvi Kamble. I am an occupational therapist. I have done a master's degree in neurosciences from Sion Hospital. And as a part of my master's degree, I did a thesis on older adults, that is 60 years and above. And that was based on prevention, reaching out to the community, and a combination of treatment, which was cognitive, that is related to the mind, brain, and physical also. So we had two types of intervention. One is physical and the other one is a physical and cognitive both. Okay. All right. So along with that, masters in occupational therapy neurosciences, I did masters in clinical psychology also. Okay. And I did certification in nutrition and childcare. I did certification in fitness management. And I have been learning, learning a lot of things. Basically, uh, let's say from a decade now, uh, it could be anything like from a personal development, say landmark education or a spiritual knowledge like attending a seminar on secret of success uh, conducted by ESCON and many other things, you know, seminars on uh, training memory and learning a lot of things from people and documenting it. That is important because I need to then get back to the source and to understand and to expand more on it. So. That is in short about my educational qualification. I started working in Godrej Memorial Hospital and also other child development uh, centers, medical gyms. And I began in 2012. So uh, I started my initiative Sehat for 40 plus after when I completed my education and when I started working in 2018 again in a different center. So at that time, I wanted to integrate both child development plus older adults holistic health. So I came out with something like intergenerational bonding over therapy. It's something um, that you, have, you must have heard, but what I want to give a message over here is when a child is doing some activity or engaging in play, let's say ball throwing and catching, the child is developing or get doing activity with the gross motor skills. Whereas when a grandparent is participating, it is working more on their reflexes, their reaction time. Mm -hmm. So that's how we integrate both uh, uh, through activities and working with children as well as the older adults. And my initiative Sehat coming back stands for selective, efficient, helpful, age-friendly task. Now I'll tell you what is so different about it. Selective means now when it's an aging population, we know that okay, uh, it's kind of a midlife crisis people say, it's kind of subject to experiences of slowing down just because there are so many things happening around and uh, we don't really know what to do and where to go about. So what I have thought of, about is giving them selective exercises and a lot of health literacy, lifestyle modification. So they know, okay, now let's say when they are in their 60s, they have to do exercises for flexibility, balance, include strengthening and, and a lot of aerobics exercises. Okay. And along with that, also they have to participate in cognitively stimulating activities. 
which are not solving puzzles which you find in the newspaper articles or just uh, engaging in any other game mm -hmm. but research based exercises okay now since i mentioned i am masters in occupational therapy with neuroscience specialty i put up a lot of research work into my practice along with the additional qualifications that i have gained over a period of time mm -hmm. so that is in short about my initiative i have been blessed enough to get opportunities and meet good people who have been supporting this because it is on prevention it is on holistic health it is like talking about how how to take care of ourselves much before something happens to us could be osteoporosis could be uh, experiencing a fall and you know uh, you start earlier than that so i happened to meet mr yusuf husenji and um, i had a home session with uh, mr yusuf husenji and he was so impressed that he just put it up on the record that this is something which is going to be really helpful for older adults he is himself 73 year old and was so enthusiastic so i think i am mentioning him because he is like a role model right also i have been giving talks in association with international longevity center india then ardsi then helpage india and many such organizations which are working for older adults welfare also i am organizing a cme wherein i am getting more and more doctors to talk about prevention to talk about uh, geriatrics health and well being and i also noticed like uh, i see uh doctors uh, ceos and people coming forward and talking about their mental health you know saying that okay i think i'm forgetting something so they just see what you think i can do so i i'm somewhere wanting to not only sympathize but empathize kind of do something to help them okay because it's like you have to coach someone mm -hmm. you have to be with them connected so that any time in life they have something to tell or there is something up and down you are there with them okay so it's not a kind of one workshop or a talk and then you forget things but so it's a regular engagement it's an engagement yes and it depends on the motivation of the other person so whoever is in touch with me and there's any event happening which i think would help them to kind of uh, add meaning to their life or for them to contribute to some extent themselves or to get benefited by such programs like a health uh, event or a free camp or an opportunity to visit somewhere mm -hmm. in fact uh, i also believe in um, taking them outdoors so wherein the idea of concept based tourism comes into picture right wherein it's like today we are uh, uh, celebrating tour world, world tourism day and there's so many activities uh, and events curated uh, around the theme of tourism right. so adding tourism and adding a concept will have more meaningful experience to the individual like for example um i conducted an event along with uh, manisha 
she is having a company relive travel shopping uh -huh. so wherein we invited uh, women to be a part of it okay. that was in the month of march and we uh, showed some exercises uh, which are specific to women health and 40 years and above towards my initiative sehat so uh, it was um, uh, an outdoor activity where we had been to um, the a bird sanctuary uh, it's at panvel karnala bird sanctuary right. and incorporated uh, exercises and healthy food plus environmental protection so okay. we distributed them uh, sapling of uh, tulsi mm -hmm. so each one goes home with an experience So, what is your long-term plan, and how do you think the the government is supporting this kind of initiatives in India? See, now uh, you must have heard about uh, Fit India movement. Yeah. So, when it is coming from government, or when it is coming from a national body like that, or from role models. Mm. Okay. So, I believe that we not only have to have someone who has those fit uh, six packs or something yeah. or someone who is in their 30s or for or early early 40s but we want someone who is in their 60s who is in their 70s and 80s like that so that is one thing and secondly second they should second thing have mental fitness also right. considered in the fitness movement because um, you know health is uh, uh, a complete package uh, you need to be physically uh, fit you yeah. need to be cognitively like stimulated and engaging into activities mm -hmm. you need to meet people share your emotions with them right. so it's a socio emotional uh, kind of behavior it's like in everyday life how you can incorporate uh, health and uh, uh, lifestyle modification changes so it right. should become a part of you so number one is i would um, uh think that okay i it should have an impact in such a way that older adults are also included mm -hmm. mental health is also considered and one thing i'll tell you as an healthcare professional uh whenever there are so many healthcare packages we need mental health also to be a part of it yeah. it could be a cognitive screening for uh, any healthcare package designed for older adults Mm -hmm. then another thing is uh, corporate pre retirement plans okay. so whenever like uh, someone is getting a transition uh, phase of their life or mm -hmm. in the process of it they should be prepared that okay i am going to go home and i have so many things to get myself engaged in right. because i'll tell you what something called weakness okay mm -hmm. can be a cause of a fall not necessarily a fall so it's it becomes kind of a vicious circle that i am weak so i cannot move and i am not moving because i am weak so it's like a chicken and egg situation yes so it's kind of you remain active and mm -hmm. you know what you are supposed to do when you're more motivated like right. you tell me that okay you know tejasvi you have got to maintain your weight and it should be in that range mm -hmm. you got to maintain your um uh, medical mental fitness or you have to maintain your uh, core muscles then i will think more on it okay it all depends on what is uh, giving meaning to my life what is individualized to me so more of the individualized treatments so it's me like you're working with a lot of individuals who are actually going through this uh, stigma process mm. but 
my thing is how basically this will scale up what is the scalability model on basically how do you reach the like any in business terminology we call it uh, when you are actually starting off or you are doing it what is the next 1 billion so because obviously we have like more than 1 billion population in India right. so basically a uh, few people are already working in this segment and everybody is trying to do it but the most important thing is how do you basically scale up what will be the larger impact or bigger picture of this initiative alright see the larger impact will be that more and more doctors joining me and joining for the cause of prevention. Mm -hmm. They know this is important, but I think that they need someone to be in the front and then whatever events I curate, they want to be a part of it. So I want all of them to put forward their expertise and create a larger impact. That is one thing. And secondly is it's going to be more of the events curated from my end mm-hmm. so that I reach more and more people. And when it comes to having access to technology and reaching out to more people, especially the adopters, like uh, grandparents, uh, grandchildren yeah. or daughters and, and sons of the, of the individual, yeah. we need to kind of put something in their mind that this is what you need to do with your aging population or with your own uh, grandfather uh, or grandmother or your parents. So, so that comes to a point where more of I have that, yeah. seen, uh, you know, there are a lot of experts who are already working overseas, you mm. know, very much like professionals uh, or you can say, you know, millennials with uh, the age group of somewhere between 25 to 30, 35. Mm. Uh, they don't have necessarily time and also kind of access to, you know, uh, take care of their grandparents or their parents here in in India. Mm. So is there any initiative, uh, you know, being thought of or something can be done, particularly when it comes to preventive healthcare and taking care of those parents or their parents when they are not physically available but somebody some professional organization can do Correct. that on behalf of that mm. so that you know uh, there is a cross-border um, you know relationship can be developed or, yes uh, which is going to be the next uh, big thing for medical tourism you can say when a lot of europeans and uh, mm. you know us uh, travel travelers or german travelers coming to india uh, because it's very difficult to get an appointment immediately there uh, because of the whole uh, you know quality process analysis and the second thing is obviously when they come to India uh, A is it's affordable uh, it's cheap very very cheap in comparison to yes. uh, you know Europe standard and uh, the, the second thing is obviously uh, they get a lot of hospitality you know in India which they might not get it in, in Europe okay. and other countries third part is also they want to travel India, they hmm. want to have you know pleasure when, right. when they are actually getting treatment and stuff. So how do you think the, the, the government or the private enterprise is working towards that? Okay, there are several directions to this. Yeah. So one is that I know of, now there are startups coming up with the idea mm-hmm. of uh, developing softwares and mobile applications and a system where like let's say tomorrow i plan to go to foreign country 
and I have my dependencies and I'm not really sure of who is going to take care of them. I can contact them and they have a system which I have uh, attempted to uh, talk to one of uh, the person. That person told me that we have a system wherein everything is kind of a structured. You okay. go to the hospital which, uh, which is located close by or which we have empaneled with mm -hmm. and uh, the time gets reduced. Your medical history, everything is with us. So it becomes easy for the doctor who is treating now this uh, older adult to have better access to what uh, medical records were before. Okay. So there are some startups uh, which are, uh, are in the working process and that. yeah, working towards and more and more things are coming up. Okay. And also there are some startups which would have someone like a sati, um, like visiting some older person's home if they're staying alone yeah. and uh, assisting them as to uh, their uh, needs like shopping, laundry and you know ADLs like that. Right. Right. Also, um, uh, there are NGOs working for, uh, for this purpose, mm -hmm. student volunteers going at home and just talking to them, just physically being there. Right. Then um, there are daycare centers also mm -hmm. where um, the caregivers can, it's, it's like uh, how you do it with the small children, right. uh, crashes, so you can just you know, drop your uh, uh, grandparents or your parents and then be assured that they are being taken care of. Great. Thank you and so much, uh, you know, talking to you and uh, thank you so much sharing the insights. So do you have, a, uh, the last question is like, do you have any particular message to uh, your audience uh, okay. uh, on this particular uh, podcast? The important message here is for any professional to practice in geriatrics, mm -hmm. you need specialized training, you need to study, you need to have mentors, you need to keep your knowledge upgraded, you need to know about the research and all that. You need to have not only quantitative things happening there but also qualitative. By that I mean I know okay this walking test is so and so and it has given so and so result right. along with that the qualitative aspect is how are you feeling today is someone taking care of you at home mm -hmm. do you have someone to talk to how much time do you spend outdoors meeting your friends so you basically need to be trained educated have mentors to practice in the field of geriatrics. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was lovely meeting you. Thank you so much to you.